Uncaged. Uncaged. A show celebrating thought leadership from today's top business leaders. The program provides a voice to amazing executives from around the globe who are shaping the world of business today and mapping the path to the world of commerce tomorrow. And now, please welcome our host, Bant Breen, as we begin another Uncaged episode. Today, we are speaking with Joe Meehan. Hey, Joe, how are you? Hey, Matt. It's good to uh, be on the show. Thank you. It's great to have you, Joe. Joe is the Vice President of Business Development for AND. And we'll talk a lot about what AND is doing and up to, but they are a leading company in the customer experience and customer support space offering innovative solutions to help businesses maximize customer relationships and build brand loyalty through service. Um, I'm excited about that space because the BPO world seems to be reshifting, reshaping every day. And in this new world we're in, it seems to be right at the center of everything. But before we get there, Joe, tell us a little bit about yourself and your career. Sure. Uh, well, I've been in this uh, uh, support industry now since uh, the early 90s. Uh, actually started on the phones, as uh, a lot of people have in this business. So I kind of learned it from the ground up. Uh, you know, I've worked for some, you know, fabulous brands like Time Inc. Uh, and also uh, Ring, uh, the doorbell security company. Uh, had the opportunity to build some world-class customer support for them, as well as uh other uh, BPOs, uh, third-party outsourcers uh, like AND that I work mm-hmm. at today. Um, and, you know, throughout my career, I've been able to, you know, travel around the world. You know, we know BPO uh, call centers are pretty much everywhere these days, uh, but I get to travel through Asia um, and also uh, all over the U.S. And, uh, and currently now, uh, you know, we focus on Latin America near shore. Uh, so it's been a great uh great experience. Yeah, I fascinated by the whole BPO space. I spent a little bit of time working in that space during my career as well and have very vivid memories of looking down at a essentially almost like a football stadium sized room filled mm-hmm. with people on calls and uh, managing all of the BPO stuff for Federal Express and that mm-hmm. was that was quite quite an incredible thing to see. And I know that that world is evolving rapidly with the use of things like machine learning, et cetera. And so I'm excited to hear what you guys are up to at AND. Well, you know, we're, we are focusing uh, a lot on uh, how we as a company can, uh, you know, kind of work together with technology. Um, obviously, you know, because of the pandemic, you know, things kind of exploded. Uh, with, you know, people interacting online mostly. And, and that actually increased customer support, I think, uh, in a lot of uh, areas, especially retail. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it also had a big impact on the contact center space because we went from basically, like you had mentioned, you know, these gigantic call centers uh, with people in, you know, on site to, uh, you know, this work at home model. I think it's starting to, you know, move back into the offices as the pandemic starts to subside. but um, you know, I think it opened the eyes of a lot of companies to say, you know, we really have to look at technology 
so that we don't have to rely so much on live agent support for, you know, even, you know, simple things, but also um, that technology helps agents as well, because, you know, you mentioned AI and things like that. Um, you know, it helps the agents too on the phones because they can collect information about customers as they're calling in and really help to, you know, move through those processes quicker um, so that they don't have to ask for the customer's account numbers or names or, or whatever they have to do to verify. Um, a lot of that stuff can be done prior to them speaking to an agent. Yeah, I, you're absolutely right. I, I can only imagine the different models that have come to the fore during the last couple of years. You, you just reminded me of a, of a call that I was on. Uh, we were trying to restructure a deal with a vendor and we must have gotten shifted to kind of a net home call center and our call person and this uh, this woman was on the phone with us and we could hear uh, a lawnmower in the background, you know, and then the, fo the phone rang and then a pizza arrived. <laughs> it, was, it was like, it was the craziest call. But um, honestly, I think we all have to kind of be more ready for that. I mean, it, we've seen it in the Zoom world, right? I mean, everybody's uh, living at home and you just have to almost be aware that people have lives. And so there's lots of different models that are going to work, but doing it at scale is really why you need uh, companies like AND to help you navigate that world. I'd be curious though, to see what you're seeing in the space right now and kind of putting that broader, let's say BPO world in context for folks? Well, actually, I think uh, because of the fact like companies like AND have a nearshore presence um, with, you know, wages are rising dramatically in the U.S. Um, we're seeing a lot of companies come to us and it, they're just having a difficult time staffing uh, here in the U.S. And so, you know, they're looking for something that's very comparable, you know, without, you know, missing out on the quality, you know, the accent, uh, even the cultural connection to customers. And, you know, that's why I think Nearshore, uh, especially Mexico, where we have our location, uh, you know, most of us folks have been to the U.S., they understand, they follow the U.S. sports and things like that. And, you know, when you're having an experience or exchange with someone, uh, you want to feel comfortable that, you know, they understand you and, you know, your, your, your surroundings, regardless of what it is, whether it's hotels or retail or whatever. Uh, you know, they know, oh, hey, you live in St. Louis. Hey, I, I, you know, I love, you know, visiting the arch there or something. And, and I think that, you know, them knowing that makes them feel a little more comfortable engaging rather than, you know, someone that might be halfway around the world that has like no clue where, you know, St. Louis is or something. So, you know, we're seeing a lot more people come to us and look at that. And, you know, from the cost perspective, you know, obviously it's, it's much less expensive. Um, and, you know, as far as labor, you know, there's just a ton of labor in these uh, locations in, um, in uh, Nearshore. So tell me a little bit about the types of customers that are rolling out solutions with AND. It does seem to me in this kind of omni-commerce world, mm -hmm. companies like AND become essentially, I mean, business critical. Yeah, I mean, our, our customer base is, uh, it's, has a pretty wide range. Uh, we, we do work for retail companies, uh, we have a social media company that we're doing work for. Uh, we have a consumer tech company uh, that came to us um, that does uh, a lot of work uh, in the online space. And, um, 
and then, you know, we do work with some telecommunications companies and, and just a variety of, uh, you know, pretty much we touch every industry, um, but we mostly focus on consumers since that seems to be, you know, obviously where you're going to get a lot more of that type of transaction. So, you know, the last couple of years have been nutty for all of us, Joe. I mean, certainly there have been very tough personal moments for pretty much, well, for everyone I know, as well as quite interesting challenges, but also opportunities for businesses. And just be curious to hear how you and the AND team have seen the pandemic and how has it impacted you guys? Well, again, uh, you know, it's, from a labor perspective, uh, it's been challenging, you know, because we try to make sure that we maintain, you know, safe environments for our agents that do come back to work. So, you know, it's created a lot of difference in the way that we uh, handle, you know, our offices. We have an on-site uh, nurse in our mm. facilities um, so that if someone's not feeling well, they can check out. You know, a lot of people don't want to, you know, necessarily just assume that, you know, they're sick, sick and they have to leave work and they miss out on that. Um, so we have someone there to kind of help them along with that. And then, you know, the, there, there have been challenges with, uh, you know, getting people vaccinated, things like that in the office. So, uh, but, you know, again, you know, we, we have our offices in the United States, Mexico, and also Canada. Uh, North America seems to be, you know, uh, pretty well uh, have vaccines available and, and things like that. So did you guys uh, have to restructure your office space at all or, uh, so that people weren't, I don't know, I guess probably for the pandemic. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, initially we did, uh, you know, we had separation, uh, you know, plexiglass between stations and things like that, where, where, uh, we could space people out a little bit more, but we're lucky enough to be able to, we moved, you know, all of our people who work at home initially, and then we slowly brought them back. So we have, you know, plenty of space to be able to, to kind of do a, you know, a variable model where, you know, people can work in the office where they have to or work at home. You know, there's been challenges with people working at home, like you had brought up, where, you know, it's just not an environment that's conducive for them to be comfortable working at home. You know, they have other family members living there or they're in a location that's very noisy. And so, you know, those people actually want to come back to work yeah. in the office. So we have that opportunity for that. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I think the one, the example I gave, it was kind of a comedy of errors in, in that situation, but I, I completely can see how a work from home model could, could really work well in many situations. Um, and probably what you're talking about and what you guys are doing at AND is the perfect solution, which is a little bit of a, a blend of both. Yes, exactly. And, you know, it also, it helps recruiting and things like that. Obviously, attendance is, you know, through the roof when you can work from home. Uh, you know, there's no reason really to miss work uh, unless, some, you know, something drastic is going on. But, uh, yeah, we've been able to really stay, you know, very uh, dependable and dedicated to our clients uh, to be able to support their needs and, uh, you know, the volumes that they've uh, had, especially through the holiday season, you know, we, again, I told you, we do a lot of retail. So to be able to uh, support the customers there. And I think that's probably really the most important thing is just to make sure that, uh, you know, our clients, customers have a good experience. So Joe, I mean, it's incredible to see how companies like yours have evolved during the pandemic, but, you know, knock on wood, hopefully we're at a point now where things might be getting a little bit better. And I'd just be curious to, see how you are thinking about 2022. 
Um, well, again, in, in 2022, you know, we're still seeing a lot of growth. I mean, uh, luckily, uh, you know, businesses has been businesses in general uh, continue to grow. Uh, we have a lot of new companies that are coming to us, just trying to figure out, you know, their strategy um, going into this year and how they're going to grow and support. Um, you know, my my focus is really on convincing these companies that, you know, customer experience and customer support. Uh, should be it's a, it's a huge uh, value for them, uh, a huge differentiator, and so mm-hmm. using companies like us to help support that rather than you know trying to build that out internally and the cost to do that, yeah. uh, it's much less expensive for them to outsource with a company like Ann, and um, you know the quality again uh, is is just as good. Uh, if not better. In fact, <laughs> we compete a lot with our cust- our clients' internal call centers, and we're meeting and exceeding the the uh, KPIs for them. So you know, it, it's good. Like I said, I think Nearshore is really starting to flourish, um, and you know, in other places around the world. But you know, I think uh, you know, especially Latin America, um, it's getting getting a lot of growth just because it's close by. Travel is mm-hmm. difficult these days, and you know, it's easy to uh, to travel if you need to to the locations that are doing business for you. Yeah, I like how you uh, outlined that. It, it certainly is an area where I see companies spending a lot more time and effort in. And you know, based on my experiences on the customer side of the VPO process, you know, having a, a strong partner is really key here because. Um, you know, if BPO decisions are just led by a CFO, it's on, on my side, it's a little bit of a, a nightmare. There's so many things that you have to take into consideration to get that relationship uh, structured in the right way, you know? Um, uh, so it, it, it's, a, it's an interesting one because I do feel like the BPO discussions in many companies starts at a point where finance person comes in and says, well, we could save money if we outsource this. Right, right. And, and yet, if it starts and stops there, it's going to fail because you really got to have the process and the protocol structured correctly. And you need, to, you need to really kind of develop it as a partnership, no? Right, exactly. Uh, I think, uh, you know, our first discussion is really trying to determine exactly, you know, what the goals are of the company and and um, you know how they view support, mm-hmm. and um, and then also you know getting into the the actual uh, you know nitty gritty and and agent profile and and those things to determine like what what the best avenue is. And and again, we still we like technology. Um, we know that uh, AI and and those types of things will take over a lot of uh, the calls that we're taking today. Uh, things that are more simple. Uh, and they should, uh, you know, customers want to get information uh, and they want to get their issues resolved quickly. Uh, and so, you know, we really do kind of promote that, you know, higher level agent because those are the ones that the you know customers are going to have to speak to if they can't get an answer. Yeah. Um, and so I think at this point in time, AI is advancing uh, dramatically. But, um, you know, I think that there's still uh, a lot of people that want to have that human interaction. Yeah, absolutely. I would say that we're still in that that phase where the technology really needs to partner with the VPO and the, the team for sure. Joe, it's been amazing to talk to you about what you're working on and and 
if someone wanted to uh, reach out and learn more about what and offers, where should they find you guys? Um, they can go to our website. It's www.andxp.com. So www.andxp.com. Or they can email me at uh, joe.mehan, M-E-E-H-A-N, at andishere.com. Excellent. Well, we've been speaking with Joe Meehan. He is the Vice President of Business Development at AND. AND is a customer experience and customer support provider offering innovative solutions to help businesses maximize customer relationships and build brand loyalty through service. AND is right at the center of all of these things happening in the BPO space. And Joe, thank you so much for clarifying a lot of this stuff for us. Uh, it's great to have you on Uncaged, and we look forward to having you back. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Cheers. Cheers.